Have you ever found yourself overeating because someone didn't meet your expectations? Today, we're going to explore how the unwritten rules we set for our loved ones can lead to emotional eating and how embracing unconditional love can be the key to breaking the cycle. Welcome to Weight Loss Made Simple. I'm Dr. Stacey Heimberger, a physician and advanced certified weight loss coach. If you're on a mission to not only lose weight, but also transform your health and wellness, you've landed in the perfect spot. Forget about restrictive, trendy diets. We're cutting through the noise and zeroing in on two fundamental pillars that will empower you to achieve lasting weight loss. So if you're ready to transform your life, let's dive in. So today I want to talk about this idea of rules for relationships that we have. Lots of times through programming or past history, we have these ideas, these rules, this operating manual of how people in our lives should behave or what relationships should look like. And lots of times until we're aware of them, we don't even really know that we have them. But if you think about the most important relationships in your life, so maybe it's someone in your family, maybe it's a best friend, think about your expectations of how that relationship is supposed to go. And then sometimes, most of the time, we don't tell people these expectations. So I'm going to give you a couple of examples because I feel like that explains it the best. In my family, there is a lot of unwritten rules about how family should act. And I've uncovered more and more of them as I've gotten used to this work. And it's very interesting, but let's talk about families and birthdays. So in my immediate family, there is an expectation that on someone's birthday, you call them. This was actually very hard for me during med school and residency. I didn't always know what day it was or have a reliable calendar. So sometimes I would miss calling someone on their birthday. That did not go over well in my family because there was this expectation that families call each other on their birthday. And then more importantly, if that expectation wasn't met, that would mean a lot, a lot. So if I didn't meet that expectation, people who had this rule would think I didn't care about them if I didn't call them on their birthday. So this might be sounding familiar, but if I missed a birthday call, that would be interpreted as I don't care about that person because the relationship rule for birthdays in my family was that you call. Let me tell you another example. This was very funny. I think now in retrospect, before I knew about this work and when I was pregnant, because all of your emotions are amplified when you're pregnant, my unwritten rule was spouses should want to be with each other all the time. So we used to have a meal delivery service and I was cooking dinner one night. My husband came home and he went to the other room. He went to our living room while I was cooking in the kitchen. And I thought he had to make a phone call or something. So I let a few minutes go by and then I went in and sort of check on him because he should want to be with me, right? So I went to check and see where was he? And he was just sitting in the dark. He wasn't on the phone. He was literally just sitting in the dark. Well, my relationship rule was we should be together. So by him sitting in the dark by himself, not cooking dinner with me or sitting with me while I cooked dinner, to me meant he didn't love me like I thought he did. 
now add pregnancy on top of this. You can see where this story is going. This led to lots of tears and crying on my part and a fight because I made his not meeting my unwritten rule, my unwritten expectation. He did not meet that. And I made it mean something about the quality of our relationship and about his feelings toward me. Very slippery slope here. You can see. So I had these rules. I hadn't told him the rules because in my mind, these are very reasonable and everyone should know them. Almost all of our unwritten rules about our relationships are going to feel this way. It's common sense. People should just know this. Any reasonable person would know that a spouse should want to be with their significant other. So I never told him these rules, but then he didn't meet my rule, my secret rule that I hadn't told him anything about. And then I made it mean something was wrong with our relationship. I made a mountain out of a molehill. So you can see, then I'm in this very highly emotional place we talked about last week. I'm in the big feels. My brain does not like that, especially here I am, I'm big and pregnant. And I think I probably said, you probably don't even want to be married to me anymore. Like I went real far with him just wanting a few minutes of silence, okay? So you can see my brain was like, we should overeat. Because eating makes us feel better when we don't know any other way. So again, makes sense why I would overeat here. It is a very highly traumatic emotional impact when people don't follow our rules. Now, I want you to think about these rules as conditions, because this made a lot of mental sense to me when I was learning this work. My rules for a relationship are conditions for a relationship, meaning if you do it this way, then I will love you, or then I will know that you love me. And what most of us are striving for in relationships is this idea of unconditional love. So if I put all these conditions on our relationship, that is quite the opposite of unconditional love. And ironically, I used to think that meeting my expectations in a relationship would mean we were closer. But if you can visualize kind of holding your manual of rules, your operating manual in front of you, sort of checking the boxes, yes, they're meeting my expectation, yes, 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 that book in front of us causes distance and space between us and whoever this other side of the relationship is that we're trying to have. So our rule books are really getting in the way of us having a close relationship. All I needed to do to be closer to my husband while he was sitting in the dark was ask him, why are you sitting in the dark? Be curious. Why is he doing something that's different than my expectation? He was doing something different than my expectation because that wasn't his rule. And by him having a minute to decompress, then he could be more fully engaged later. The other thing I want you to recognize, we're going to go back to the birthday phone calls. When we do not meet even our own expectation, we're usually pretty forgiving of ourselves. So you heard me say it. I made excuses like I was busy, I was on call, whatever the reason was that I missed the call, missed the birthday phone call. Very forgiving of myself, very compassionate. I was very busy. Maybe I had a bad call day, whatever it was. We are generally not that compassionate when someone else breaks the rule. So think about that for a minute. If we miss 
the expectation. We don't meet the expectation. I don't make the kids lunch, whatever the expectation is for what moms do. I don't make the birthday phone call. Very forgiving of my human flaws and why I might miss the expectation. Because the fact is we're human and we are flawed and we are not going to always do it right. We're not always going to meet our own rules of what we think that relationship should look like. What a good wife, good mom, good friend is. We're not always going to make our own rules because we're flawed. We're just very forgiving of ourselves. We're usually not that forgiving when someone else breaks the rule. And that spiral of just making it mean so much about the relationship can really be harmful. So if we are looking for this unconditional love, this very close relationship, we have to become aware of these rule books, these unwritten expectations, these operating manuals. And then we have to think, like, are they that important? Can we let go of them? Expecting perfection from our partner in whatever relationship it is, our friend partner, our sister, our brother, our mother, our colleagues at work, expecting perfection from them, following a rule book they know nothing about, and then when they fail, which they will, making that mean something about their relationship can be very detrimental, not only to the relationship, but to us, because it's a prime spot for overeating. It's just opens up this cavern of potential negative emotions out of nowhere. It's a rule that usually is made up, usually saw it on TV or someone told us about it, and then we take it as, yes, that is the rule. The examples I've given might sound familiar, but there's a lot of deep rules, especially in families, and this programming that we have of what is right and correct and the way we're supposed to be, we can start teasing that out and really get some serious deep work done on all these little pitfalls, all these little areas where we might be triggered to overeat. I'll give you one more example of one that's a little more under the surface, a little deeper. It turns out in my family, and we get most of our rules from our family, so I'm not picking on my family. I love my family. In my family, conflict is bad. So this is a rule. Conflict means the end of the relationship. And I'm not exactly sure where this came from, although I have gone back and asked my mom about it now that I've sort of uncovered this. And she will tell you to this day, Yes, conflict is bad. She doesn't like to see anyone disagree, anyone fight. So I grew up thinking that that was the way things were, right? That's the rule. So any small disagreement that I have with people would be much more stressful to me because I would think that meant the end of a relationship. So any conflict, even the smallest one, would make me feel very insecure about the relationship. You can see, prime for overeats here. Not only prime for overeats, Prime for people-pleasing. I didn't want a conflict. So I needed to people-please, which never feels good. Do a whole episode on this later. But people-pleasing doesn't feel good and does not give us the closeness in the relationship that we're looking for. Because not only do we have the rule book between us now, but we also have this false pretense of not really me. And that wasn't really me when I am people-pleasing. So not only did this rule of no conflict 
turn me to people-pleasing. It also made me get involved in relationships that I wasn't even a primary member of because I wanted to fix things. It made me uncomfortable to see other people disagree so that I would try and fix things that I had no business fixing. And I would sort of take on that emotional stress of trying to fix someone else's relationship because I thought conflict was bad and meant the end of the world, basically. It's very well ingrained in there. So the example of this, my mom, we moved her in with us, made her a little tiny house for her to retire. Her and my husband have a way of communicating that makes me uncomfortable or did. I'm used to it now because I've done some work on it, but it felt very conflict-driven. Really, they're just picking at each other and that's their relationship and it works for them. But it took me a long time to realize that because I felt so stressed out about their relationship because it felt like conflict to me. And it felt like I needed to fix it because I needed them to have this very harmonious relationship or the end of the world was coming. So it made me stick my nose in where it didn't belong for things that didn't need to be fixed. And it really put a lot of emotional stress on me And it wasn't my problem. So we have sort of first layer of the rules getting in our way, which is us in a relationship with these unwritten rules and making the missed expectation mean something's wrong with the relationship. That's one level. Second level are more of these baseline rules, like conflict is bad, where we can get into people-pleasing and we can get into fixing things that don't need fixing. Both of those put a lot of emotional stress on us and can send us into primitive brain where we want to overeat because it feels so uncomfortable. So what I encourage you to do this week is just think about your top three relationships, your most prized relationships, and think about, do I have rules for these people? Do I have expectations? and standards that I am holding them to, number one, that might be a little bit unreasonable that I haven't even told them about, and that if I did not meet that expectation, I would probably be much more forgiving than I would be of them and see if we can just start to drop those manuals. So I hope this has been helpful. I wanted to bring this up and talk about it because we're not quite all the way through holiday season. We might have some rules for how the holidays are supposed to look, rules about who should show up and who shouldn't show up and what that would mean if they didn't. And I thought maybe this could just take the pressure off of some of our holiday gatherings and our relationships with the people that we love. Unconditional love feels much better for us and has much less risk of overeating. And that's the only reason it's important. Hope this has been a useful episode for you and I can't wait to talk to you next week. Until then, bye. Thank you for listening. Remember, weight loss can be simple if you focus on mindfulness and self-care. If you're ready to jumpstart your weight loss journey, visit me at www.sugarfreemd.com forward slash two pound. That's the number two and the word pound. Schedule a free two pound plan call. We'll work together to create a personalized plan for you to lose two pounds in one week. Until then, see you in the next episode.